Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, Lord, help me, based on our reading of Revelation chapter 16 and verse 1. Let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. And I heard a voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, Go your ways, and pour out the voice of the wrath of God upon the earth. I'm not sure if we realize that unless we get rid of disobedience in our lives, heaven will never be our home. I'm not sure if we realize that God will reward us according to the choices we have made. God is not going to give us a crown of righteousness because we attend church on Sabbath. God is not going to give us a a crown of righteousness because we abstain from sexual immoral practices. God is not going to give us a crown of righteousness because we have been faithful in the return of our tithes and offerings. However, God is going to give us a crown of righteousness because He knows us. And the only way for God to know us is for us to to surrender every single year of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit. If we do not surrender our all to the total control of the Holy Spirit, God cannot reward us with a crown of righteousness. Instead, He will reward us with His wrath. There are many people who don't believe that a loving God can have wrath. But this is not what the Bible said about the wrath of God. Let us take a few minutes to look at Revelation chapter 16 and verse 1 to see what it says about the wrath of God. And I heard a voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, Go your ways and pour out the voice of the wrath of God upon the earth. Here we see the Bible saying that at some point in earth's history, God is going to pour out his wrath upon the earth. And this wrath will be poured out during the seven last plagues. Let us take a few minutes to look at the meaning of the word wrath. The International Standard Bible Encyclopedia defines the word wrath as, and I quote, When used of God, it is to be understood that there is the complete absence of that caprice and unethical quality so prominent in the anger attributed to the gods of the heathen and to man. The divine wrath is to be regarded as a natural expression of divine nature, which is absolute holiness manifesting itself against the willful, high-handed, deliberate, inexcusable sin and iniquity of mankind. God's wrath is always regarded in the scripture as just, proper, and natural expression of his holiness and righteousness, which must always under circumstances and at all costs be maintained. It is therefore a righteous indignation and compatible with the holy and righteous nature of God. The element of love and compassion is also or always closely connected with God's wrath. If we rightly estimate the divine anger, we must unhesitantly pronounce it to be but the expression and measure of that love. End of quote. From the above definition, 
we see that God's anger is directed at sin and is a result of the fact that some of us decide to obey Satan instead of obeying God. As a result, God has no choice but to reward us according to the choices we have made. The light bearers in lesson 17 of the big Bible study series entitled Unlocking Revelation said the following, and I quote, While God plays an active role in the punishment of the wicked, the Bible describes the wrath of God as the consequences of sin rather than an arbitrary punishment for sin. We reap what we sow. Galatians 6 verse 7. Speaking of God's wrath against the unrighteous, the Apostle Paul says in Romans chapter 1, 18 and 24, God gave them up to their lust. And again, Paul describes those who despise the goodness and forbearance and long-suffering of God as a treasuring up wrath to themselves for the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. Romans 2 verse 4 and 5. The wages of sin is death. Romans 6 and verse 23. We earn those wages and even demand them to be paid to us by refusing the gift of God. If we resist or persist in a course of sin, God will honor our choice. He will not, cannot force us to be saved. The true source of all life God will finally give up, give us up to the consequences of our own stubborn decision. Yet today, he still pleads, repent and return yourself from all your transgressions, so iniquity shall not be your ruin. I have no pleasure in the death of him that dieth, saith the Lord God. Wherefore, turn yourselves and live ye. Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 30 and 32. I pray that we will continue to surrender every single era of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that God can help us to obey His commandments. Only those who surrender their all to the total control of the Holy Spirit will not be impacted by the seven last plagues. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you today for this powerful reminder in your words that, Lord, we need to organize ourselves and place ourselves under your almighty wing so that, Lord, you can do what is required to help us to remain faithful until the end. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing upon our lives and for this important message we pray through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.